0: listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto.
1: Giants, Vikings. I'm interested in Isaiah Hodgins. I'm interested in Richie James in this game. You know, I like the the four and a half reception uh, over for Richie James. Uh, He had eight catches against Minnesota a few weeks ago. Minnesota has been vulnerable to slot wide receivers. He's hit over four and a half receptions in four of his last five games. When he's played a full time role. And then Isaiah Hodgins, you know, we called him, you know, before that Minnesota game and it worked out because that left side, you know, Minnesota has been vulnerable all year. uh, And he had his best game of the year against Minnesota over four receptions. I can see that. Like I could, I might go with those two, you know, uh, with those two overs for these two wide receivers. If I had to choose one, I think I would choose Richie James.
0: Yeah. I think Richie James looks to be. Just passes the eye test to just the better receiver. And Daniel Jones seems to be dialing in on him really well in his role. I think that they're both good picks because this Minnesota Vikings defense is just gold in terms of it was for fantasy. You know, obviously scoring allowing fantasy points, but also now we're talking about hitting props. You know, I I think that they're pretty much locked in. Daniel Jones has been playing better. Um, The Giants are playing with a chip on their shoulder, even though they're seed. You know, it's not like they're severely, you know, underdogs in this game. I think they have a fighting chance against the Vikings who can come out hot and cold. I think that this those are two decent uh, picks for this week. I, I agree, but there's somebody you else. You like or, this one more? Did you see Go Dan ahead.
1: Orlovsky's uh, quarterback rankings for the playoffs?
0: I I saw a I saw Patrick Mahomes at the top. I think that was it. So,
1: so he had uh, he had Daniel Jones over Trevor Lawrence, okay. and he had both of them over Dak Prescott.
0: Okay, so I'm not going. Hmm. I don't agree with Daniel Jones over Trevor Lawrence at all. No. Um, at I think all. that's not debatable. Um, and t- if you want to talk about consistent play, I don't know how he ranked them. Obviously. No, no, no. This is about... just the rankings of quarterbacks going into the playoffs. That's all. I think Dak will continue to be severely underrated. Obviously, the interceptions have been an issue, and I'm a humongous Dak Prescott fan. I love him. If you but... had to win the game,
1: if you had to win the game in the playoffs, who would you rather have? Dak Prescott. What?
0: I don't think it matters. Between the guys that we just talked about, I would take Dak. Over both of them, me that's too. Me. Yeah, pretty easily, pretty easily. Yeah. to be honest, I think so. The th- okay,
1: I'm, gl- I'm glad. I'm there, glad we we're on the same page on that one.
0: There's so much lack of context surrounding any talk about Dak. and that's my that that's my issue. And it's been that way his whole career. I'm a big Dak Prescott defender, but I'm going to leave it at that. I, 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 I have some stuff to sense. talk about. I have some stuff to talk
1: about with Dak in in, in a couple minutes as soon yeah. as we get to the
0: cop. I Prescott. actually like one of his picks too. Yeah, little preview. I like it. I like it. Okay. (laughs)
1: Um. All right. So we like the couple Giants wide receivers. I'm 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 not going with uh. What's his name? Uh, who's the who's the who's other other Giants wide receiver who is now Darius Darius Slayton? You know he has the highest receiving prop of all these guys, but um he has the worst matchup of these three wide receivers. So I'm not going with him personally.
0: And and he's cooled off these past couple games. You know it seems like Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James are making a little headway. In, in yeah, the receiver, I agree. So I think that he's not that he's falling out of favor, but he's not maybe as versatile as the other two guys at this point. Let me let me ask you a question.
1: Um, does 93 and a half receiving yards for Justin Jefferson seem low to you?
0: Yes, <laughs> I, I have it that does, one right? like highlighted on my notes. Okay, sheet okay, right good, here. it's good, hilarious good. Uh, because this is like one of my favorite picks this week. <laughs> okay, perfect. You know, <laughs> yes. Giants are Giants are bottom
1: 10 in receiving yards allowed to wide receivers over the last four weeks. Uh, and they just don't have anyone in that secondary to def- defend Jefferson. The only thing I can see them doing is, like, getting desperate and, like, double-teaming Jefferson and just trying to take him away completely. Um yeah. But then but- KJ Osborne has benefited from things like that lately, right? Yeah. KG Osborne's reception total is set at three, and he's went over that in four of his last five games, which is surprising. Um The only game he didn't go over that in the sample, though, was against the Giants. So. You know, if the Giants end up swaying their coverage over to Jefferson, does, does KJ Osborne end up benefiting? Who knows? I've seen this kind of thing happen before. But T.J. Hawkinson, though. <laughs>
0: That's what I was going to say. Yeah.
1: 13 yeah. catches for 109 yards, two <laughs> touchdowns. What do we do with T.J. Hawkinson here? You know, his projections are set at 47.5 receiving yards, four and a half receptions, 10.25 fantasy points. You know, outside of Jefferson, are you leaning towards any of these?
0: Uh, no not really I think maybe if you want to be a little spicy you could pick TJ Hawkinson's receiving yards prop uh, I think I would be alright with that because you're right if they do swing things Justin Jefferson's way they double mm-hmm. him they try to take him away I still don't think that's going to work A but B TJ Hawkinson You know, he's when he catches a ball, it's usually a pretty big play. And that was a big game that he had against the Giants. And I think that could happen again. I'm not saying it's going to be to the tune of 109 yards and two touchdowns on 16 targets, 13 catches. I'm not saying it's going to be that. I think he's good for a touchdown. I think it's going to be a very similar game to what we saw on Christmas Eve. And if that's any indicator, you know, I I think that Justin Jefferson is going to be just fine. I have him there. Um, Like I said, he's probably my favorite pick this week because it does feel low, the 93 and a half receiving yards. Yeah. He was sniffing Calvin Johnson's record all season. Obviously, it was 17-game season compared to 16. But he had 133 yards in that matchup against the Giants in Week 16. And he topped 100 yards in over half of the games in 2022. Like, do you really think the Giants are going to fare any better than they did a couple weeks ago? Like, they're not far yeah. removed from that game. And yes, yeah. they might make adjustments to try and handle Justin Jefferson a little bit better. But And when I say adjustments, this is what I mean by that, okay? <laughs> I'm yeah. talking like,
1: like bracket him... Two yeah. Two men on him. Like just literally like leave everybody else open. Like that's yeah. literally what would end up happening if they do that.
0: <laughs> right. Just Jefferson is he's just different. And I think if this line was at even at 105, I think I would take the over. I'm not that worried <laughs> okay. about it.
1: All right. There you go. Okay. All right. Uh Ravens, Bengals, uh, Jamar Chase, six and a half receptions. I'm taking the over here. Uh, he's done that in his last eight games played. Okay. He's went over right. six and a half receptions in his last eight games played. So it's really that simple for me. I don't want to overanalyze it even more than that. You know, he's averaging 7.8 catches per game over those last eight games, six and a half receptions. I'm taking the over pretty easily on, the, on this one.
0: Yeah, that one sounds pretty easy. And yeah, that is really easy money. How did I miss that? <laughs> you know, I'm looking right? at it. Like, it's pretty easy. Before. I was like, I,
1: I wonder if I wonder if Chase uh, if they did they take it off or is it still there? Because you know six and a half still there. Because sometimes there. what ends up yeah. happening is that like when a lot of people are on a certain pick, they'll take like, it. Down. Oh, like let's, let's, yeah, they'll take it down. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know I would get on it before
0: before that happens. Yeah. Um So yeah, okay. anything else from the Ravens Bengals that you like? Definitely not the Ravens, and no, not really with the Bengals either. Because if they go up, like I said, this is a game script. I think it's going to be very similar to what we see in Dolphins-Bills, where Bengals go up, there's no reason to keep your starters in. And the Ravens, of all teams, even worse than the Dolphins, have no firepower to mount a comeback. Especially, like, even with Tyler Huntley, it's like, oh, maybe Tyler Huntley's playing, there's a chance he plays. The offense has still been anemic, you know, with him at quarterback. Where last season, Tyler Huntley filled in just fine for Lamar. This season's been a very different story.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, All right, let's move on to the Cowboys-Bucks. I think Dak bounces back in this one. One and a half passing touchdowns on yeah. underdog is his line. I think he goes higher than that. The Bucs allowed nine passing touchdowns over the last four games. That's tied for the second most during that span. And they've allowed the second most touchdowns over the course, passing touchdowns over the course of the season. Um, so, yes, yeah. Dak had a bad game last week. Terrible game. Okay. But he's thrown two or more touchdowns in eight of the nine games before that. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm in on Dak. Like I think this is going to be a matchup where you know I think this game might be a little bit close, but it's also possible that the Dak just gets it done. And the and the Cowboys just go up. Um, you know the Bucks haven't looked good outside of the last like what game, so yeah. it, it's it's one of those things where the Cowboys can do their thing in this one.
0: Yeah, and you pretty much took the words out of my mouth as far as what I was studying for Dak Prescott. You know everyone and this goes back to what i was talking about earlier about the context being completely removed people were comparing dak prescott's contract and stats to Derek carr it's like sure he has the same number of interceptions as Derek carr but he has as many touchdowns in five less games he's throwing touchdowns they're scoring a ton of points dak prescott is perfectly fine 1.5 pass touch up, i'm taking that all day because like you said he scored two touchdowns at least in eight of the last nine games um he looks really good as far as you know being an explosive player i, I think that this is a really easy one for me. Um, there's no reason I don't think Dak Prescott does badly. And if this is a competitive game, like, you know, you say they could go up. Even if it's competitive, I think that's still good news because he's going to be throwing the ball. And that's pretty much what you want from anybody. I, I think that Dak Prescott a really good pick here.
1: Um, what do you think about Rashad White? Um, I have him over 15 and a half receiving yards. You know, you, you can't really count week teen week, week 18. He hardly played, but since the buy, he's gone over 15 and a half receiving yards in five of six games. And he's right. going to be involved, right? Like him and Fournette were alternating drives over the last couple of games. So he's going to get his 15 and a half. Seems like a low number to me.
0: Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. And you consider that the way that the Buccaneers are probably going to go into this game. We've seen pass rushes give the Buccaneers a lot of trouble. You know, the Cowboys gave them a lot of trouble in week one. I mean, that's way back when. You know, you can't really give that any credence right now. But Michael Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, they're going to be getting close. They've been a lot, applying pressure at a very high rate, despite the sacks kind of going down the past few weeks. And if that pressure is there, Tom Brady's one of the best at getting the ball out of, his, out of his hands quickly. Rashad White's going to be that outlet guy. He could easily have four or five catches in this one. You know, obviously there's no receiving prop right now, but, you know, 15 and a half receiving yards, like you said. That's really low. All you have to do is throw – and Dallas has been terrible, trust me, from a guy that watches Cowboys every week. They've been terrible against screens. So maybe one screen is all it takes, you know, and I'll get him his 15 yards. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, And this is the reason
1: why there's no reception props for these running backs, right, because, like, yeah. you know, Fournette and White could end up getting, <laughs> like, seven catches each, right? It could easily right. happen. Um, And then I like the reception prop for Chris Godwin, too. You know, he he's at, sitting at seven catches – uh, he went over seven catches in five of his last six games, uh, l- l- five of his last six full games, I should say. And, you yeah. know, Dallas is middle of the pack defending slot wide receivers. I think he's going to be, you know, Tom Brady's uh, main target in this one.
0: Yeah. Dallas has a lot of trouble defending anyone that isn't being covered by Digs. I mean, you know, Deron Bland, he's come mm-hmm. on a little bit, but they, are, they have a massive hole at the left corner with um, Anthony Brown out and also Jordan Lewis missing. Like, they're just. Spread really thin in the secondary right now, so I think the receivers are definitely going to get it done, especially for an offense that's going to be passing the ball a lot. The Buccaneers' run offense has just been horrendous, <laughs> you know, pretty much the entire season. They've only gone over 300, over 100 rushing yards three times this season. It does just so happen that that one of those times was against Dallas in week one. Like we said, that's really far removed from that, so you can't really give that any – but i think you look at this i think chris godwin definitely it's a similar situation because it's seven receptions over that so he has to hit eight just like keenan allen but i'm not worried about chris godwin
1: yeah um listen man i'll say this if you try to like hit it big on like maybe like a a, a prop outside of underdog like i like mike evans you know he's not gonna go into my underdog entry mm-hmm. but he's been on the right side a lot lately and this is the playoffs right like I don't think the Cowboys are gonna let Nashawn Wright cover Mike Evans on this one, dude. Like, I, I, I can see be things. dude. I don't know, man. Like, I, I have a feeling that they're gonna go away from what they normally do, and I, I think they're gonna let Trevon follow Evans on the outside. I think, I think, I think they're gonna do it. I cannot imagine after the game that Evans had last week. Like, can yeah. you imagine them? Like, Mike Evans is gonna tear Nishawn Wright
0: up? Yeah.
1: It's yeah, gonna be terrible, right?
0: dude. He, I think he allowed, I think it was 100 yards. Was it against the Titans? So, uh, if you look at dude, yeah,
1: it's been so bad, dude. Uh, what was it? 40, 42. He's allowed half a fantasy point per route run against him. <laughs> yeah, so
0: pretty <laughs> this much season. as long as you're uh, <laughs> as long as your receiver's on the field, you're gonna be fine.
1: <laughs> exactly, That's it exactly. To it's asking. gonna be bad, dude. It's gonna be bad. So, yeah. I like Mike Evans in this one. I think he's more of a, you know, dart throw DFS play. But yeah,
0: I don't know. It's going to be bad.
1: Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in that game. Was there anybody else you liked in that game? Uh, Zeke Fortes- there's one, like
0: that. There's one I don't like. It happens to be with Zeke. And it, they have his line right now, an underdog at seven and a half receiving yards. Leave it alone. Don't take the over. Just leave Ooh. it alone.
1: So, so you're saying that it's tempting, but don't do it.
0: It's tempting. Don't take the bait because he's only had more than two catches, you know three times this season. Those three times, he did go over seven and a half receiving yards. But outside of that, he's done that once on two catches. So four games, he's had over 12 receiving yards. I think outside of that, nothing else. So I'm leaving that alone. They, Cowboys have been pretty much telegraphing what they're going to do. If Zeke is on the field, it's either a run or it's going to be in pass protection. If Tony Pollard's on the field, it's going to be a run or a pass to Tony Pollard. So there hasn't been a whole lot of, you know, mysteriousness with this offense. I, I think that Ezekiel Elliott it looks tempting, like seven and a half is certainly within reach for pretty much, I think, any other running back. But but not Zeke.
1: <laughs> all right, there it is. There it is. Um, I think that's it for this this episode, guys. Did you have any other props you wanted to bring up, Zach? Or we you, th- you think we're good?
0: No, that that was it. That's all that I got. Okay. Out of this
1: all right. Well, well, good luck this weekend, guys. Again, you know, use code UPPERHAND uh to you know get your first deposit doubled on underdog, uh, upper hand or upper hand pod, whichever code that you want to use they both work um, make sure you use that code so you can make sure you get that 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 um that first deposit doubled they have a ton of tournaments that you can enter for this weekend for the entire playoffs as well um, and then obviously these pick's um you know we, we just gave you a bunch of picks that you can use you right know? so just just take a look and see which ones you like there might be other ones that you like that we haven't brought up so uh, that'll do it for this episode guys we'll be back uh early next week we'll see you guys take it easy Peace.
0: 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.